Hello and welcome to Crab Cakes and Football. That's what Maryland does. I'm Travis Ware alongside my brother Eric Ware. Teams are 0-2. It's time to panic. No, no. We are Marylanders. We like crab cakes. We like football. We like to talk about such things. And week two is over. So teams are 2-0. Teams are 0-2. So... 2 0. We're going to the Super Bowl. 0 oh, 2. Fire everybody. Fire everybody. Get a whole new team. But we are Marylanders. We like crab cakes. We like football. We like to talk about such things. And really, again, like I always like to say, we have no business doing this. No, not at all. No business talking about football. No. Other than the fact that, that we, we watch, like it. We watch way too much of it. Yep. Uh, we analyze way too much of it. Way more and too much of it. And we figure we already talk about it. So. We'll talk about it in front of microphone, see what happens, right? Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, before we get into all this football talk, man, how, how's, how's your week been? Uh, busy. Yeah. Uh, busy. Uh, work's been busy. But you know what? You know what's awesome about busy work? It goes by really fast. And I can't believe we're already here for Thursday night football and the weekend's right around the corner. Yeah, I kind of agree. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. We're doing overtime at my job. Uh, kind of agree when you're busy, like... You know, it goes by quick, it but at the same time, quick. like, I'm also tired tomorrow. Like, already. Well, that, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and then also, your work goes by quick, but so does the weekend. Yeah. The time <laughs> that you're off, it goes by even quicker. But I also had a crab cake this past week. Wait, we're actually going to talk about crab cakes? <laughs> yes, so we crab are. cakes and football podcast? For the first time. Yes. We say we're going to talk about crab cakes. So, um, <laughs> in Hagerstown, there's a little, like, it's literally just a drive through It's called Alico's to Go. Uh, it's actually Greek food, but yeah, dad... Greek food can hang around. Never go wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like clearly, that's gonna be amazing. Yeah, of course. Um, so, uh, Dad and I ordered the other day, and I was like, you know what? I feel like seafood. It was actually when we were going through the whole flood thing. We were like, let's just order food while we're dealing with all this garbage. So, got a seafood platter, had a crab cake in it. So I figured I have to talk about it, right? Yeah. So it, how was it? It was good. It wasn't the best I've ever had. It was it was I good mean, though. It was like, Greek. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it's like place. fast food almost. But yeah, yeah, uh, very like very crispy on the outside, which was nice, and like flaky on the inside. The texture was amazing on it. Okay, I I'll, think I'll texture give it for crab cakes, dude, super important. Yes, completely. Like people, agree. people kind of mess that up. Yeah, definitely. So like the texture was good. Could have had a little bit more flavor, but overall, what like I'll give what it was a, the crab meat to filler ratio? do you think on that crab well i would say there's a good bit of filler uh, especially with the price i mean yeah right it's, but, it's a go greek restaurant in right. Sound that's not expensive so i get it but i would definitely say if you're ever in the washington county area definitely check them out they do delivery um very reasonably priced like you can dad and i can eat for like less than 30 bucks um i usually go for their euros there they're really good so their Greek food's amazing. I was just in the mood for a crab cake and figured I could talk about it too. So there you go. First time. Free advertising for Alikos. <laughs> yeah, How there about you go. that? All right. Now that we've actually talked about crab cakes. Yes. Let's talk right. about the other part of our podcast. Football. All right. So just like last week, we kind of like what we do with the one-liners. So we're going to do it again. Keep it going. Yeah. Keep it going. You want to start or you want me to go? Uh, I'll start. Uh, we got Chargers Chiefs, right? Yeah. Uh, why did Herbert keep playing as my one? I don't understand what happened at the end of that football game. What's yours? Uh, Brandon Staley will not lead this team to the promised land. I'm I'm gonna agree with that too, and I think they're kind they're connected, right? I mean, yeah. I think like I do take him out, and like this is week two. Right, take him out. This is I could see if there was like 
last game, last game of the season, win you're in situation. All right, cool. Keep Herbert in there because at that point, what, what what does it matter? Because it's playoffs or you're going home. Right. But week two against the Chiefs, a team that you're probably going to split anyway, like, who cares? Right, exactly. I, I've seen enough. It's another game where the Chargers outgained their opponent yeah. and still lost. And this happened, like, it'd be one thing if it was one or two games a year, but it, I feel like we're talking about this with, like, every Chargers loss. Yeah, yeah. It's like... You're right. It's like, oh, they outgained their opponent. They did this, they did that, but they still lost. I feel like in his reign, they should be, I don't know, how many games? I guess 17 plus 2. 19, right? Yeah. He's been there for 19 games. So he should be, what, like... I feel like with that team, honestly, and this is going to sound insane, but he should be, like, 16 and 3 or somewhere in that right, realm. Yeah, like, like, it's ridiculous. Between, like, 14 and 16, I would say, yeah. would be where he should be, and he's just not. But the Herbert thing, honestly, flashbacks to RG3, keeping him in where he's visibly injured. Which, but at least fair, that was a playoff, playoff game. game. Right. right, exactly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so, yeah, I think we're pretty much on the same page with that one. So, moving on to Patriots 17, Steelers 14. Uh, I just put Steelers miss Watt in this game. They they do, they do. I have one word for this one, uh, twins because they're the same team. Like it's yeah. the same team versus the same team. Like you have very conservative offense with questionable quarterback. Like we're not sold on either quarterback, and like I don't even know if each team is sold on their quarterback right now. And then you have defenses that are like now the Steelers' excuse is obvious that they lost Watt. But you got defenses that are like famously good, but not really that good. And then you have two like Hall of Fame coaches, so they're like literally the same team facing each other. Yeah, yeah, they are. And I, which seventeen fourteen? So like they right played exactly like the they same. played exactly the way. So I do got a couple of things I want to talk about with this game. Um, they couldn't get much pressure on on Jones, which is why I put Watt as like the big reason. Um, and really, honestly, you take out that spectacular catch by Aguilar, and the Steelers probably win yeah. this game. Um. But I have I have a bone to pick with the Steelers okay. and their team, and I'm curious about how you will react to this. Okay. Najee Harris is not good. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's looking like that. I, he couldn't outrun Matt Judon on a freaking swing route. Like, are you kidding me? Now, granted, he was underthrown, but he did not have enough steps on him. Like on that play, and that, granted, I know that's not his game. It's not his game, and and I think you're. I think the thing is like. Is is anybody going to say that Najee Harris is a burner running back? No. No. And is Judon a burning linebacker? I mean, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But his game is, what, powering forward, falling forward for extra yards on plays, right? Like, yeah. That, that would be his he game. He should be like Alfred Morris. Right. All right. Perfect. Because that's who I'm comparing him to. So I did uh, not know that, by the way. This is us being awesome. <laughs> well, and us also being Washington fans. Um, so... He's only averaging 2.9 yards a carry this year so far. Okay. Uh, I know last year he was fourth in rushing yards, but he also was the only player to have uh, the, or the only player to have more attempts than him was Jonathan Taylor. Okay. They weren't even close as far as like yards there. Um, So he was actually the only rusher that was in the top 10 in total rushing yards that had less than four yards per carry. So, Alfred Morris. Right. So what did so Alfred Morris do? <laughs> well, no. What did Alfred Morris do his rookie season? He averaged 4.8 yards a carry. Right. The following season, 4.6, 4.1. Then he got down to 3.7. It was like, oh, we got to get rid of him, which is exactly what happened. And Najee Harris didn't even have any over four yet. And I just watch him and I just, I don't see it. I yeah. really don't. 
it, it's not looking good. Unfortunately, he's on my fantasy team, so Ooh, that's rough. that's going well. Like, but, running and, backs, not my strong point, but I'm two and zero, and my wide receivers, I have Tiger Kill, so he's yeah. carrying the load. Yeah, I had Jalen Waddle, which is pretty nice as well. Um, but and another problem I see with the Najee Harris thing is I think the Steelers are asking him to do way more than what Alfred Morris was asked to do, and he's just not correct. Not correct, because. Because Alfred Moore's rookie year was also RG3's rookie year. Right. So, so there was a lot of run option, a lot of pass plays, and a lot of RG3 running. And, like, there was a lot of those, a lot of time when Morris was almost a decoy in those plays. Oh, yeah. And I was frustrated even as a fan because, I, you know me, I always wanted us to run the ball. And so when you have somebody like Morris, I felt like we didn't run it enough. So I agree with you. Pittsburgh's asking way more of Harris because he is, like, I don't even know if he is, but the running game is the focal point of their offense. And right now, he's the only guy they're going to in their running right. game. Right. And I mean, I honestly, I looked at their depth chart, didn't even write down who it was, but it's nobody I really, you know, no, no, there's somebody, out, so there's somebody like, there to like really a, stick in like there. Snell, I think, was one of them, yeah, you know. So, okay, but not somebody yeah, you're going to depend on. They, so I really think this offseason, like, they're going to need to address that running game, even though I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about it. No, I think that you bring up a good point. We'll see what happens. Uh, Later in the year, and we'll see what happens. Like, if they do make it to the postseason, we'll see if, like, maybe defenses are tired and they just can't bring him down because he's big. We'll see what happens. So, hopefully, he can pick it up in the wintertime. Yeah, hopefully. If they get that far. Right, exactly. All right, next game, Giants 19, Panthers 16. What you got? I got two uh, two one-liners for this. So, two-liner, I guess? Uh, first of all, 2-0! I called it! The New York Football Giants. There's only one person on this planet that said they were going to be any damn good, and that was me. And they're 2-0. and They're undefeated. And my other one-liner, same as last week. Fire Matt Rule. Why? why? And how many weeks am I going to say this? Fire Matt Rule. Uh, every week until he's gone. I yeah. Because I'm with and you. And that should be soon. Like, I really, what are we waiting on? Yeah. What are we? We've we've all seen it. We all know. Like, that was, that was one of Baker's worst games. And I'm sorry, but Baker Mayfield... It's not, He's not a bad that quarterback. bad. Not that bad. I agree. Anyway, I'll get more into that later. Um, I got, <laughs> I got. Someone's got to win a bad game. That game yeah. is horrible. Yeah. Like there's, there's literally the only people that look good in that game were the running backs, both sides. Yeah, and that wasn't even a banner game for Barkley. So no, no, it wasn't. And or a banner game for McCaffrey, but that's because they're not using him because Matt Rule needs to be fired. Um, <laughs> well, to be fair. How much do you use a toy that always gets broken? Yeah, that's true. Well, when he's the only toy you got. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. Jets 31, Browns 30. Flacco comebacko. That's amazing. <laughs> but I got one better. Did you know that something happened this weekend? Oh, God. Yes, did you know I did. That the Browns have a new owner? Oh. That is yeah. not what I thought you were The Browns about. have a new owner. Uh-oh. And his name is Joe Flacco. You know why? He's 18 and 3 against the Browns. Is he really? 18 and 3. 31 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Dang. So Joe Flacco owns the Browns, and I like it. Flacco's bag out. Uh, I do have a side note about this. Okay. Did you notice that people are like banging on Nick Chubb for scoring that touchdown at the end of the game? Yeah. All right. Browns, this is what's wrong with you. Everything? <laughs> and your fan base. When you lose a game, don't blame the guy that scored you three touchdowns. No, probably not. When, I'm sorry, but going up by 13 with 155 left against Joe Flacco is probably 
It should a solid should, win. That should be enough. Yeah, that should be enough. Um, how about we talk about the blown coverage against Corey Davis, or the lack of effort on the onside kick? <clears throat> Looking at you, Cooper. That's like no effort. You mean <laughs> right? Literally none. And Brissett's interception when they're trying to get in the field goal range, literally right at the end of the game. We're not going to talk about all that. We're going to talk no, about not. our best player. Scoring his third touchdown. Scoring his third touchdown. Yeah, that sounds about right. So you're saying the Browns kind of deserve this loss, Browns fans? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. All right. Jaguars 24, Colts 0. What do you got? That's the Jags I was expecting. I said Jags ball card team, right? This is what I was expecting. Like, the, I, well, I don't know what happened. And Washington, that's not the team I thought I was going to see. The team that played the Colts, that's the team I expected to see. I got the student has not become the teacher. Frank Reich oh, is 0-2. You know, I didn't even think about that. Frank Reich that's, is 0-2 like against impressive. Peterson. That's impressive. But also, this game, this is why I love division games. Because, like, you never know what's going to happen. But, side note, Colts are, like, 0-7 against, in Jacksonville since yeah. 2014. So, yeah. it's like... That's why I love division because it's like it because it's the same with like Patriots Eagles or Patriots Dolphins. It did not matter how good the Patriots were or how bad the Dolphins were during the whole Super Bowl reigns. Yeah. Like Dolphins still any given Sunday would beat the Patriots. So I love division games and this is why. But and that's why also we say you can't really take much into what happens in division games. Right. Like just because one team beats another doesn't mean that team's awesome and the other team sucks. It just means division games are Division games. Yeah, Peyton Manning said that there's different game speeds, and it's preseason, regular season, division, and then playoffs. Like, there is a separation between division games and regular games. Took Peyton Manning a little while to figure that out for the playoffs, but that's okay. (laughs) He figured it out. Well, maybe the speed was too much for him. Maybe that's the problem. Anyway, Miami 42, Baltimore 38. What a game. You know what I got for that? What's that? What a finish! Oh, I can't even top that. I'm not even going to try. I just had, honestly, entertaining from beginning to end. Literally kick off for a touchdown to I see. I, go I, ahead and score I don't know. 14 I, seconds I, like, left. I don't think it was that exciting. Like, when it hit 35-14 until the fourth quarter, it was kind of boring. I, yeah. but, but, I mean, the stats, Waddle, 190 yards, two touchdowns. Hill, 171 two touchdowns we have each of them in fancy so that really helped us yeah if it wasn't for hill i would have lost but here's another thing uh ravens uh, this doesn't happen you know that right they uh before this game 53 and 0 whenever they're up 21 points wow 53 and 0 and that's forever in their existence and uh 53 and 0 and that doesn't mean 21 points fourth quarter that's 21 points period like once they're up right. 21 points and if you think about it Traditionally, in their franchise history, Ravens don't usually score over 20. Like, they're not a high-scoring game. Like, they, they don't beat teams by more than 21 points. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, 53-0 until Tua decided he was Dan Marino. <laughs> right. Um, oh, just, and another thing. Tua, first of all, 15-8. and eight, So, we always like talking right. about our quarterbacks and win-loss record. Yep. I got the stat of the week, though. You ready for this one? Oh, geez. Tua is 7-1 and one against... Super Bowl coaches. Super Bowl winning coaches. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. I am going to put this. uh, Lamar Jackson betting on himself. 
I mean, so far he's having the best statistical year as a passer for him. He's actually third in quarterback rating behind Patrick Lamar Mahomes. Jackson is looking fantastic. Yeah, and Allen. So, like, yeah, he's looking good, and it's not just the runs. like no. that, And that's what I love about it. It's like he's, he's actually throwing it up there and doing a damn good job. Yeah. And then I also want to throw this out there because we haven't hit on this stat since we restarted the podcast. So, um, seven total touchdowns, only one total turnover. So, something we like to talk about is – Total touchdowns, total turnovers. Lamar Jackson, perfect quarterback to discuss this with. Total touchdowns is rushing and passing. Total turnovers is interceptions and fumbles lost. Yeah, big um, fan of those stats. Yeah, like, so I, it always bugs me when people are like, oh, touchdown-interception ratio does not show the whole picture with certain quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, all them. So Cousins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which one for, the, for the other reason yeah. of him just being fumble-lightus. Uh, but, yeah, so Jackson, bet on yourself. As long as he can stay healthy, he's on track to be have another MVP like season. Even though they lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So lose. Yeah. Bucks twenty, Saints ten. I'll start this one. Um a little too loose, Winston. A little too loose. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, that's what you get with Winston, right? I mean that's it, it is, it, but I also I also put let him play four quarters. Like, I, that's the thing that bo- bothered me last week and this week. So, in the first three quarters, he's 16-24 to 24 for only 95 yards. Right. Like, they're not pushing the ball. And I'm sorry, but you got Michael Thomas. You brought in Landry. Uh, and then you brought, you know, you draft Chris Olave. And I just feel like they're just still dink and dunk. Like, you know what it reminds me defensive of, honestly, coach Is Russell Wilson in Seattle. Yeah. Like, you, like nothing, nothing, nothing. And in fourth quarter, like put up go win us the game, go win us the game, and like, and uh, you know, James Winston, I like him, but he's not Russell Wilson. And I think the problem that we're having is like the Saints don't have Sean Payton. I think the Saints are missing Sean Payton a lot. Which yes, we said this would happen. I, I think that too, but it also like just watching the game, it's like, and don't get me wrong, I don't blame them for this, but they clearly do not trust Winston at all. No, they don't. And then literally in the fourth quarter, they're just like, oh, crap, we have no choice but to give you the ball. It's right. Like, just give it to him for four quarters. Yeah, because at this point, like... What what do you have to lose at this right, point? Exactly. Like, exactly. Just, just figure it out. Fi- and, and use this year and figure it out. If it's not, right. if it's not him, then move on. But right. you might as well just... But like, if, if you're, you're going to go with him, go with him. If you're going to play with him like this, like you might as well just put in... Trevor Hill. Simeon, like, right. oh, you know, like, yeah. like it, it doesn't matter if you're going to be checked down, Charlie. Like, just so I didn't do anyway. my one liner for this game. So, September nineteenth, which was Monday, was Talk Like a Pirate Day. I think Mike Evans thought it was Fight Like a Pirate Day. That's <laughs> oh, my one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely, that was crazy. It, it's intense, and like you know, I don't want to condone, but like, there's, you should not be fighting in a football game. But eh, kind of entertaining, entertaining, and. Well, the more kind of had it coming, but yeah, it's okay. And like, but he again, shouldn't, it shouldn't happen, but it happened. And again, why I love division games. That's true. It, it, it was intense, that's for sure. So, so Commanders Lions. Yeah. So, yeah, this uh, this might be controversial here. <laughs> Except you can take out. You can you can uh, my one liners can be controversial, and uh, you can take out the word might. But the Lions are the best team in the NFC North. That's my one-liner. Whoa. That's a big Dude, big statement right there. I It, it will kind of come off a statement I'm going to make later, too. But, dude, they lose three points to an Eagles team. That's not an easy team. No. 
They lost the three Vikings points learned that the to hard the Eagles. Way. And then, you know, we don't know how good the Commanders are. I, they're mediocre, middle of the road, I think. Even probably less than average. But the Lions, they beat them pretty hard. I mean, you know, they came back a little bit. But 22 nothing at halftime, like, the Commanders were never really actually in that game. No. And, and when I say best team, I'm tough. First of all, I mean right this second. But they are the most complete team in the AFC NFC North right now. I don't know if I would go that far, but my like one note for this was just worst half of the year so far. I, I I guess my thing. What you talking about, commanders? Yeah, command. Like, yeah. I mean, it's coaching wise, not great. Like, and, and I, I just have to go to coaching. Like, I I do not understand what we're doing. So, like, Carson Wentz has actually been pretty good. He's tied for the yeah. lead in passing touchdowns. He's been what you want when you are like, I want Carson Wentz, and you know he's not going to be perfect in terms of mistakes. Right. But this is still the top shelf of what we expect from Carson Wentz. We have the best version of Carson Wentz right now. Yes, we do. In two weeks, we have the best version. But, man, that first half, I was watching, I was literally, I would tell Dad the next play that the commanders were going to run. Like, it was literally like, we were doing all these screen passes, all these, like, yeah. short little games. I was like, they do Without realize... Without opening the field. They do realize that um, the rules are made that the middle of the field exists four receivers now like you can't get crushed and like you can use that yeah. part of the field and, and commanders have receivers that can use the middle of the field right Dotson McLaurin maybe not Samuel keep him a little healthy but like <laughs> but it's just one of those things where I, just watching it I was I was amazed like I, I haven't seen a slant like just a quick slant to McLaurin all year and I feel like he's amazing at that right if you need a quick like five six seven yards haven't seen that once this year I don't think and I, it's it's bothering. I've told you, I do not like Scott Turner. I've been very, very vocal about that. But and then our defense. Uh, why? Why? Okay, first of all, why are we coming out against Jamin Davis when we're putting him on slot corners? Like, I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> and then we we brought in Will Jackson, who's a good man to man corner, and then we're gonna play him in zone all the time. Yep. If that was the case, we should have just kept Ronald Darby. Like, Correct. I do not understand what they're doing. It's like. The complete opposite of what like good coaches do, where they're like, "We're gonna play to your strengths." It's like, "Oh, we're playing to your weaknesses." Uh, so I'm I'm on board with like, get rid of everybody at this point, like coaching wise. Like, it, they're I think they're outdated coaches at this point, and they are they you including Rivera in that? Yes, or are you I'm including. I'm including Rivera. In I and and you know what? Here's the thing: I have never been a huge fan of Rivera. Like, I, I I've been a fan in terms of his attitude. Um, I think he came in a time that we that Washington right. really needed it. He's done what he's needed to do. But if you look back in his record, like he hasn't really won except for that like incredible like MVP Cam Newton season. Yeah, which was an MVP season from your quarterback. Like, well, like I feel like he was riding the Newton roller coaster in Carolina. Like they'd have a winning season, losing season. That's why people were giving him down for the doubt because they were blaming on right. Newton. So it was like winning season, losing season, winning season, losing. And now we're just statistically, we're just constantly seven and whatever. Yeah. Like, doesn't matter how many games there are, seven and nine, seven and ten, seven and whatever. So I think we've seen what we need to see, and I think we know what we get with him. And I think it's kind of like he's part of that like McCarthy mold of like it. It's just time to move on. Like the NFL has moved past them by. So does that mean that next week we're gonna have a segment called "Who's Our Coach Next Year"? Maybe, maybe we'll talk about that. <laughs> 
Next game, we got 49ers, 27, Seahawks, 7. Jimmy, all I do is win. G is back. <laughs> right? But I will say, I'm completely, honestly, heartbroken about Trey Lance. Yes. Trey Lance, I like, devastating. Don't want to see it. Like, we talked about it last week. He wasn't given a fair chance from the fans about with the Bears game. Like, I, we really just wanted to see him play a real football game. He wasn't doing bad when he went down. Right. And... It's unfortunate that we have to wait another season to see what he can do. Right. Very unfortunate. Um, but Jimmy G comes in and balls out, and Seahawks are back down to earth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Seahawks, are, are, are they're going to struggle. Yeah. They are really going to yeah. struggle this year. And I think it might be Pete Carroll's last year. And like you said in our shows earlier, not because they fire him, but I think he's just going to walk away. Yeah. I think, that's the, I think that's the only way he's not the coach next year is him walking away. Um, but I, I, at his age, he's not here for a rebuild. So right. like if they're at that point, which they are, they, are. they just haven't accepted it yet. I think he'll be gone. Especially in that division. Accord. They're definitely here for a rebuild. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that division, Rams 31, Falcons 27. What you got? It's Desmond Ritter time. I've, really? Yeah, I, I, I like Mariota is not really an NFL star caliber quarterback. And we knew that going into this year. Let's see. Like. The Falcons aren't going to win the South, are they? Right. So, so let's just figure out what you got. Let's, let's just roll with it. Like, if, you know, we, we, and at this point, we don't know if the coach will even, uh, if Arthur will even be here next year. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. I say roll with Desmond Ryder, see what you got. And maybe he can spark some energy into this team because that's something they, this team doesn't have. Yeah. They have play, playmakers, they have people that can make plays. They have really like, not all the agreements, but a lot of agreements, but there's just no energy there. Yeah. And they're blowing leads, and they almost actually came out. It almost was the opposite was of this game. But that was junk points, and I realized the Rams let them get too close. But it was junk yardage. Yeah. No, I put uh, my one-liner is, in, in an NFL game, it is not better late than never. Um, <laughs> <laughs> down by 28-3 to until their touchdown with 322 in the third. Way too late to get started. I read the Marriott is still fun to watch, though. Like I, I like the guy. I've always liked him coming out of the draft. Yeah. He is fun to watch. I just don't think he's, he's not a regular everyday NFL star. Well, and he's not the future. He's of the certainly franchise. not the like, future. And so you know you have Ritter there. It's like might as well just throw him in, see what you got, and then that way you can move on next year. Next we got what a crazy game. Cardinals twenty nine, Raiders twenty three. Um, I just Murray's insanely talented, but I think he'll have a short career. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I he's tough because he is insanely talented, but man, does he like not understand what's happening? Right, and like, and even even his the plays that he was good, it's like it was he's you know it was backyard football. The, but, there was no like film involved. I, I in wonder here. so much though. Like, are we just seeing a product of just really bad coaching? I am very because like about I that. really don't like their head like. I, I just, I don't think he's good. I think it's, they, they need to move on. But my one-liner for this was, apparently the Cardinals needed two more quarters of practice. <laughs> <laughs> so, because they got, like, crushed in the first half. Yeah. You said Commanders had the worst half. I don't know. Cardinals' first half was pretty brutal. But they figured it out. They needed two more quarters of practice. Well, at least the Cardinals scored three points. <laughs> all right. That's all I'll give you that. But, and I also put as another side note, I feel, I feel bad for Derek Carr. I really do. 
I what really... is that with the car boys? Like they just like let's just put them in terrible situations. He like, single handedly takes the team, puts a team on his back last year, takes them to the playoffs. He like petitions to get Basaccia to be their coach. They go with Josh McDaniels, and I'm sorry, but this is looking exactly the way that I thought. The, the way we both did. Like he's not the choice here. No, and I think. Honestly, the Raiders, and we'll talk about this later in later segments, but the Raiders could easily be 2-0 with a different head coach. Yes, completely agree. And I think they're going to end up putting the blame on Carr, and they're going to get rid of him. And honestly, for Carr's sake, he might prefer that. Does that mean Carr might be with Washington next year? Uh, count I me hope in. so. <laughs> next, we got Broncos 16, Texans 9. What an ugly game. Ugly game. And Hackett, horrible again. Dude, talk about bad coach. What is this guy doing? Does he know how to coach a football team? There are There is video footage out there. Have you seen this? Of fans counting down the play clock. You could hear it in the broadcast. Yeah. Like, like, it's absolutely bonkers that he's still I've, there. I feel like well, we've, watched, there, we've watched a lot of football. I don't know bad. if I've ever seen that. <laughs> like literally your fans just shouting the play clock. Like, I know, and, and think about Mike McCarthy and how bad he's been, right, right? and how cowboy fans are. They like, didn't that even do that. No, that's not like, happening. I feel like that was like a very much a uh, like a WWE style yeah, like chant. Yeah. chant. Like but I just put like No honeymoon phase? Like seriously, like you have a new coach, new quarterback, and you're getting booed week first game in the home. Like there was no honeymoon phase. Like this but, but that's because he signed it up last week, right? right. Like, yeah, no, I I agree. It didn't help that their first game was not at home, right? Um, so it kind of you know set that up. But man, he might be a first year fire. He might yeah, be. That's that's tough, but I'm with you. Now we got Cowboys twenty, Bengals seventeen. <gasps> what a rush! That's right. What rush is that? Cooper Rush gets his second win in two games as a starter. Better completion percentage and more yards than Dak in week one. Controversy. Plus one touchdown, no picks, as opposed to zero touchdowns and one pick. Who did that? Uh, Dak. But seriously, I, I know we joked about it. But the Cowboys, the next three games, they go at the Giants, at home against Washington, and then at the Rams. If Cooper Rush goes 3-1 and one in these four games and Dak comes back and struggles, is there a controversy? No. You know why? Because he's getting paid way too much money. That's right. Yep. Money. That's why. There's no controversy. Money, money, and money. I, and, and I wish I wish there was, but there there isn't. And like and I don't, by the way, I don't mean to say I wish Dak Prescott isn't the starter. No, no. I think Cooper Rush deserves a shot. He's and the thing is he there was a law in that game for sure where they were playing really conservative. But there were times when he was attacking and he was like he wasn't afraid to make the throw. No. And he, he went for it. And he really didn't make, for somebody who was doing that, he really didn't make a lot of mistakes. And is there something about a catchable ball? Cause, it, well, cause, that's always been my thing about Prescott. How catchable is well, that just, ball that he's throwing? Just look at CeeDee Lamb. 11 targets in both games. Two receptions with Dak, seven with Cooper Rush. That's a huge difference. That's a big deal. But I have another question for you. And I, the answer is the same. But why isn't Tony Pollard their starting running back? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I completely agree. I, like, to me, it's not, I mean... Money? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, he averages 4.8 a carry, and, you know, we were talking about this with uh, Najee Harris. Yeah. 
Elliott, 3.5. Yeah. That's not NFL starting caliber running back. Well, my thing is, is like if your backup's doing that, like if it's that drastic of a difference, go with your backup. Like, yeah. And that's the thing. And Har- uh, Harris, wow. Uh, Pollard only had nine carries. So, like, you're not giving him the ball enough. Like, right. And Elliott had 15. First of all, we, and I know I just said they were playing conservative, but if you got Cooper Rush in there, they should be running the ball even more. Agreed. But, like, especially with Pollard. And it's like they, they were, like, switching. They were auctioning them in drives a lot. And I feel like I, I didn't go back and look, but I'm pretty sure the drives that they scored on were all Pollard drives. Right. Like, every single one of them, I think. Well, and the the thing is, is, like, just because you're running the ball doesn't mean you're being conservative. There's an aggressive way to run the football. Well, and the other thing, too, is Pollard had... Uh, four catches for 55 yards. Right. So that's like a whole other, like, so he's like 100 yards from scrimmage. He's a dual threat right. running Elliot, back. Not. Elliot, not so much. Like, like I could see, I think Pollard should be the starter, and then Elliot be like your bruiser, like goal line. Like, yeah, I could see exactly. that kind of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And I think that would be perfect for yeah. him. And I think it would be great. Granted, I hate giving Cowboys like advice, <laughs> advice but they won't take it anyway because they think they're better than everybody. But, yeah, like, it, it's just, I completely agree. Pollard, Rush. Better than Dak and Zeke so far this year, and very curious to see how it pans out the next well and rest of the season. I'll really. probably mention it again, but uh, that's a that's a pretty interesting game next week that they got. Yeah. Oh yeah. Packers seventeen, Bears ten. Rogers owns the Browns. The Packers twenty-seven. He said seventeen. Oh, did I? Sorry, twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah Bears. Uh, talk 10. about uninteresting game. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm sorry. I called it last week. I yeah, was like, Rodgers owns the rounds. Okay. Do, by the way, speaking of that, in the last seven starts against the Bears, he's 7-0, 69% completion percentage, 18 touchdowns, zero picks. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. Yeah. That is all. That's better than Flacco versus the Browns. <laughs> that's, pretty, uh, that's pretty awesome. So I just got Packer back. I mean, we saw this coming, right? Like, we knew... Like the See, I couldn't, I couldn't put okay. Packer back because it's like, can we? Let's watch this weekend against Tampa Bay, and even then, I still might be like, eh, we still got to see more. Yeah, I probably have Green Bay winning that game. Yeah, but. same here. Bills forty-one, Titans seven. What do you got? Best team in football. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I, is there an argument at this point? Right now, they're the best team in football. Are they going to be the best team in football at the end of the year and go to the Super Bowl? Who no knows? clue. But the best team in football right now. I put. Uh, Seven half adjustments? They don't need to adjust, but in the second half, they've scored 45 and given up zero. That's pretty amazing <laughs> that's for a team nuts. that's jumping up to leads in both games, too. Right. Like, that's and, that's pretty awesome. And the thing is, is it's not it's not just the offense. It's not just the defense. It's literally both and special teams. Like, exactly. special teams it's making all plays. Phases. All phases of the game, they are, they are dominant. A, a well-coached, very talented football team. Right. And they are not missing Brian Dable, which no. is weird. No, they're not. But the Giants are happy to have him. Yeah, exactly. But they are not missing him. All right, and then finally, Eagles 24, Vikings 7. Jalen puts the hurts on Captain Kirk. That's too easy. That's too easy. <laughs> so I got, I got two for this one. But I'll tell you, like, I just said, I just said Bill's best team in football, right? Yeah, Eagles best team in the NFC. Yes, completely agree. So like through the first just, two weeks, yeah, not even I don't even think it's it, there's no there's honestly no this was the game for that title, right? Yeah, like, and and the one thing that bugged me about this game. Oh, and the other thing is uh <laughs> the other one I have was a uh, prime time Kirk strikes again. Yeah, because like that's exactly what we expect. And and this is what this is what gets me. And I'm not 
again, we have no business having a podcast about football. No. Right? We're not announcers. We didn't go through, like, 20 years of journalism experience. So I definitely appreciate all the people that do. Yes. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, during that broadcast, who I actually, I really like both of them. I like, I, I've always liked Troy Aikman actually on the mic, uh, which sounds like I'm talking about wrestling. Right. And Joe Buck, yeah, he's not his dad, but he's fine. But here's the thing, like, the whole game, they're acting shocked by this. Like, it's not they shocking. expected the fight. This is not shocking at all for anybody that's either A, watched the Eagles, or B, Watch Kirk Cousins in primetime over the last seven years. Especially primetime against no, a good team. Exactly. And that and that's the thing, right? Because usually, not all the time, but usually if you're playing primetime, you're playing a good team. Because that's what they try to do. Yeah. It's not all the time. That's why he has, what, one win, maybe two. But, like, I like this was not a surprise at all. No. Like, oh, we both knew the Eagles were going to win this game. Right. And, honestly, going back to, like, we appreciate all the people that did all the journalism and all that kind of stuff, but um, we were right about Kirk from the get-go. Like, and I know we weren't doing a podcast way back then, but like, this is why I wanted to create this podcast. It's like we were so spot on with him that it's like insane, but, and, nobody... and people still don't see it. But yeah. The thing is, you can't spend money on a quarterback unless that quarterback can win by himself. Can Kirk Cousins win by himself? No. Can he win without star wideouts? Like, and this he is can't. this was always my like thing. Is like he's above average. He, yeah, very much he, above average. I would even say good. When you're getting paid elite money, I gotta compare you to elite quarterbacks. Right. So let's yeah. compare an elite quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes is he better? No. Josh Allen is he better? No. Aaron Rodgers is he better? No. I'm sure that I'm, uh, Herbert is he better? No. Right. And and you're not even thinking about that, right? right. There's no debate on any of those. No. And there and, might even be a debate on. Jalen Hurts at this point. At this point, Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback for yes. Cousins. I mean, by the way, Jalen Hurts, 26-31, 333 yards, three total touchdowns, one passing, two rushing, and one turnover, which was an interception that was off of Gainwell's hands. So, like, playing absolute stellar ball right Perfect now. Perfect football, really. I mean, that's exactly what you want. Like, we were talking about how Commanders are getting the best version of Carson Wentz. Eagles are getting the best version of Jalen Hurts and- right now. We got to go to coaching on that one because, I mean, nobody called that he would be a good coach, but, man, Nick Sirianni is He's doing something co- right. coaching his ass off last year and this year. Yeah, so very, absolutely. very – I hate that it's the Eagles because, obviously, Washington fans, but, like, they're a fun watch and They look are a out. really fun team to watch, and I agree. Like, at this point, and uh, who had them going to the NFC Championship? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just saying. It's looking good. All right, I do want to expand on one game. So we hit on every game. I want to expand on one game, and that's the Chiefs Chargers. Okay. All right. Why? Why was Herbert still in this game? I, I like I, why again? Not a playoff game. This it, absolutely reminiscent of RG three, but at least that was yeah. playoff game. Like do or die. You were down by ten. With, like, three minutes left. Yeah, it's over. Like, the game's over. It's okay. The game was over. It would have been tougher. Like, he might have been able to come back if he was healthy. But everybody, like, the moment that I was like, all right, done, was when he, like, went to run. Yeah, And just exactly threw, like, right into the ground. It's like, all right, take him out now. Yeah, I like, Because that agree. is, he's clearly not okay. <laughs> Plus, the Chiefs had all the momentum at that point. Right. 20 unanswered points at that point. It's just... But another game where the Chargers had 10-point lead. They had a 10-point lead in the third quarter. They won time of possession, 33 minutes to 26 minutes. 
Less penalties, 3 to 6. More first downs, 24 to 15. More yards, 401 to 319. They lose the game. Like, you look at these stats, like, these are important. Like, first downs, time of possession, penalties. Like, these are games. Like, if you win all these, normally you'll win the game. And they're not. Now, one thing that hurt them was the 99 yard pick six, obviously, plays a big role in this. Um, And that, I I really believe that that is the the difference game. That is the difference in this game. Agreed. Um, But even last week, they had. They had the Raiders beat in every statistical category. Zero turnovers as opposed to three. Only one by five. Yeah. I Against the Raiders team who didn't win this week either. So like they, it's not like they're a strong team. They can't put teams away. No. Which I think goes to coaching. Agreed. And it goes to another thing. Is Eckler done? Oof. I feel like nobody's talking about this. Uh, I, is he? Now, we're only two games in. Oh, okay. Eckler's only averaging 2.7 yards a carry. Okay. I would argue that might not be his game. And seven yards per reception. Okay. Which, for both, a running back, is not super low. Both are career lows for him. Okay. In fact, his yards per carry and yards per reception have been correlating down since he came into the league. So, 2017, yards per carry, 5.5. Then 5.2. Then 4.2. Back up to 4.6. 4.4 and now at 2.7. And then yards per reception, he had 10.3, 10.4, 10.8, 7.5, a little dip, 9.2 last year, and now we're down to 7. And then we talked about Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott, mm-hmm. Josh Kelly. Now he's only got eight carries, so not a Again, whole lot Pollard of sample only size. Had nine, yeah. though, so it's okay. All, and this is eight carries, by the way, all season. All season. Yeah. Which. It's kind of coaching, but go ahead. Averaging 5.4 yards, double, literally double, 5.4 yards a carry. Is Eckler done? I, too early in the season for me to say that. I think the, I think you hit it the first, like, it's coaching. I think it's using, I think Eckler, for me, Eckler, I think it's tough to say he's done. I think what you could say is Eckler in every day, or sorry, every down back, the answer could be no. But I yeah. still think he has a lot of like potential for big play and to actually do things. I think they got to use him right, and they're not. And I think what you do is you put Kelly in as your starter, and then you can kind of sprinkle some play because Eckler has like elusiveness, or at yes. least he has had elusiveness. I think it's still there. I saw like some like moves that he did in the game, so he looked okay. And so I like he's healthy. It looks like right. So like, and I don't like he's got to be what twenty eight. So he hasn't hit that thirty. Run, I don't even know if he's twenty eight actually, but he hasn't hit that running back thirty peak yet. So I, is he done? No, but I think there needs to be. You know, we're criticizing the Cowboys, but like Pollard's seeing a lot more time than Kelly. So there's got to be a better divide between the two running backs. Right. Like they got to be more like let's just use them as a unit. Let's not focus just on Eckler. And but I think like that's all coaching. Yes. And the like the coaching for the Chargers and, and and I don't even know why we even ever picked them to go to the playoffs ever. But like I do, and it's ridiculous because I always find a way. We used to use injuries as excuses. But right now it's flat out coaching. And the Chargers, you know, I feel bad for Chargers fans because they've had to deal with this forever. We think the Phillip Rivers, LaDamian Tomlinson teams, and then they had North Turner yeah. as their head coach. And North Turner just like I love North Turner as an offensive coordinator when he was in his prime, but he is not a head coach. Washington fans know that. Yeah. And so, he, like, he was just riding this, like, 
I think Philip Rivers, people don't realize how talented that human being was at throwing the football. The dude was amazing. Yes. And like, if he had a good head coach, he would have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And so the Chargers have just been a victim of bad coaching for since I've been alive, but, basically. Well, actually, I, I don't even think it's a victim of bad coaching. It's like a victim of like mediocre coaching because it's not right. terrible. Right. Like they're good right. enough it's that they hacking. win games. Right. Like they're like, it's You're not. Right. You're right. It's not bad. And that's even worse sometimes. Right. Look at Marvin Lewis, right? And the Bengals, right? Like that was worse because they just kept going and kept going yep. and kept going and never got rid of. And North Turn, same thing happened. And so, like, is that going to happen here? Like, they're going to keep, like, limping in the playoffs. It's like, well, if this would have happened, or if this would have happened. Well, I think I think the ownership's changed here in, like, their way of thinking. Because think about, like, Anthony Lynn. Like, everybody's like, oh, this, you know, he had a I good season. I don't know season. if they ever and actually like, wanted Anthony Lynn. He, it seemed right. like he was kind of, like, well, he's there, so we'll get him. Yeah, but still, like, it, you know, it's not like he had a bad season and they still no, got rid of him. Right. So. Maybe there's a little silver lining there with how they handled that situation that they might be looking at this daily because and the and another thing is is like the front office is clearly like they know that Herbert's on his rookie deal and they are going all in and unless I think it's like championship game or bust yeah for them I, and I for Staley and so I think that's the way they're looking at it you know barring some crate you know barring that like Herbert gets injured or whatever but. Yeah, so it's but just... But I think if you're looking at, at him and you're looking at Eckler, like, he's the problem. Staley's the problem. Like, Eckler, like, I think he's hitting, like, again, it's two two games. He could pick it up. But he's definitely hitting a dip, but I really think coaching can help get him out of that. Right, and I didn't even think about this until, like, you kind of brought it up. But even at his age, like, yeah, he's getting he hasn't hit the 30 point, but he's kind of at that point where a shared role would exactly, probably benefit exactly, him anyway. That's exactly right. And the talent's there for him to have a shared right. role. It's not like... It's not like Pittsburgh where we're like, uh, it's Blake, so like, yeah. I don't know. Exactly. So we got to go to, and you know what? Perfect right, transition because we'll we'll go to contender pretender. All right. First one I got up on the docket: Kansas City Chiefs. There's only one answer to this question, right? Pretender, right? No. Whoa. <laughs> Just kidding. Whoa, that's a hot thing. <laughs> contender, yeah. It's got to be right. We can't like. It's Andy Reid. It's Pat Mahomes. I was thinking about Andy Reid today. Like, Andy Reid has never really lost. And, right. And Andy Reid has been successful. And maybe you could call him lucky, but he's picking these guys. But, like, he's always he's been successful with every quarterback he's had. Right? And Donald Nav, like, there was a lot of criticism when the Eagles drafted Donald. I mean, the Eagles were booed out of the draft building when that happened. Like, Eagles fans hated that choice. And, like, Andy Reid won with Donovan McNabb. And, like, I know he was not, like, at prime age when he came to Washington, but I don't know that Donovan McNabb was ever really great. Right. And, like, and Alex Smith, like, I love Alex Smith. Yeah. It's unfortunate what happened with leg injury. But Alex Smith also isn't super fantastically great. Right. Now, Patrick Mahomes, I think, is. Is, yes. And I, I just, like, you can know this... They're always, even if they were 0-2, Travis, they'd be a contender. Right. Like, you can't count <laughs> yeah, the Chiefs out. I completely out. Like, agree. They're, like, they're, yeah, 2-0, of course they're a contender. So, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they're absolutely a contender. Andy Reid and Mahomes are spreading the ball around. I, honestly, this is what I thought was going to happen. Exactly, and this and, is what, you know, with, like, Adams and Green Bay and stuff, like, you know, coming out of Green Bay, you were saying that about Rodgers. I don't know how true that is, but in this case... With Hill leaving, it's definitely been the case in Kansas City. Right. And to that kind of like point. Kansas City has more talented wide receivers. Well, Kansas City has more talented wide receivers, and Mahomes is not. Static? 
yeah I, I was i was trying not to say stuck up prick but you know <laughs> like like I, you know like mahomes has no problem being coached no problem spreading the ball around no problem just like being, being a, a team, team player. player um also another side note uh edwards Alaire looks amazing so far he is finally the person they drafted yeah it took a while. But yeah, it took a while. And by the way, complete opposite of how I feel about Eckler right now. Right, like, right. like up there in yards per carry, yards per reception, literally every facet of his game is yeah, every on number's point. Up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bills, do we even have to contender? contender. Like, move on. Well, like, what are talking about? I said best team in football. <laughs> yeah, and they're are. they're steamrolling. Like, yeah. like that's the thing. Like, nobody steamrolls t- teams in the NFL. Like, I feel like that's not really an NFL. Like, that's a college thing, which is why I don't right. like watching college or, but... or NFL in the eighties and nineties. Right. Seventy-two to seventeen is their point spread. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, but and yeah. they're not like like they're like playing teams they're not playing garbage well we don't know yet but going into the season i mean the titans they've, they've struggled and we'll get to that later right but they played the rams like they played rams titans with that not like that they're yeah, not two playing, playoff teams they're not playing jets browns or tech like they're not they're playing like legit football teams yes completely agree that's scary it's, it's scary we kind of hit on this one Philadelphia Eagles got to go a contender. Right it got to be contender, right? Best team in the NFC. And plus, yes. how strong is the NFC right now? Like, I, I, who else is a contender in the NFC? Which is a whole other topic. I don't know the answer to that question. But the right. Eagles are like the to me, contender right the now. The legit contender in the NFC. Yeah, I I completely agree. And I was looking back through like my preseason I, uh, picks and stuff. So you had them in the championship game. I had them making the playoffs, winning a playoff game, and then losing to the. Packers in the division round right now they are playing the exact style of ball that would steamroll the Packers. Yeah, that's true. And like that is true. And I so, and I and I hesitated. I I really wanted to pick them to win and go into the Super Bowl, and I ended up picking the Packers. So we'll see. Yeah, and, right. And obviously, I took I ended up taking the Packers as well. So, but the rest of the NFC has questions, and I feel like they do not right. They now. They're not right now. I mean. Hertz has got to stay healthy. Yes. Outside of that, they're good to go. And I mean, look, and talk about coaching, right? Look at the running back situation. Two guys that are just doing what they're supposed to do, right? Yep. Like, that's, this is exactly like uh, Boston Scott, Miles Hannon, right? They're doing exactly what they're asking. They're two different running backs. Oh, yeah. And they have two different skill sets, and they're both being used optimal level. Right. Like, it, that's how you when, coach a football What team. I loved about this game, so, like, obviously, A.J. Brown had, the, like, the monster game last week, right. and Devonta Smith was, like, nowhere to be seen. And then they're like, oh, well, A.J. Brown's getting all the coverage. Devonta Smith had a, had a good game. Yeah. So, like, they, they can attack you in the air. They can attack you on either side of the either side of the field in the air and through the run game with all their different – with Hurts and the two running backs. Like, complete offense. Defense is playing great. But here's the thing, too. We talk about talent. We talk about playmakers. We talk about coaching. Of course, all of that is important. Travis, they have the best offensive line, yes. at least in the NFC, if not in the NFL. And I – at least depth wise, have one of the best defensive lines. Yes. Like their line play is phenomenal on both sides. And the last time their line play was phenomenal on both sides, they, they won, won the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yep, exactly. With less talent, I would argue, yes. by the way. Very much agree. Alright, so let's go with the Giants. I'm very Eric, I, I gotta I gotta go to you first on this one. Alright. So Giants, I'm gonna say Pretender. Okay. Dot 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 for now. Okay. So I'm not not sold on them. I I, I got to see them play somebody, right? Like yes. You know, Panthers are the Panthers. 
Matt Rule. Is Why Matt is Rule? he not fired? Yeah. Titans, I, you know, I they're interesting because there are other games against the Bills. Bills crushing everyone, so that we have no idea how good the Titans are. Yeah, we. I think the Titans none. are above average. I really, you know, Frable's got the Mike Tomlin effect, so they're not a bad team. So that's an impressive win. Giants are winning ugly. They're not like blowing teams out of the water, but they're they're playing very competitive football and they're winning. Are they going? Are they a contender in the sense of could they get a wild card and be in the playoffs? Absolutely. Are they a contender in the sense of like they're going to be at the ends and the NFC Championship? That would be phenomenal, but I'm not ready to say that quite yet. Yeah, uh, I definitely have pretender on this. Um, they are very much improved, and it it's going to be. I still I'm, I'm I starting think to I'm be right on the wild card. Yes, I really I'm do. starting to be become a believer that they're. And it helps that the rest of the NFC right now kind of seems a little Agreed. lost. Agreed. Um, so I'm starting to be a believer that they might be on that track to the playoffs. They made the right choice at head coach, I think. Yes, very much. I don't even think that's a question at this point. Barkley needs to stay healthy. And yes. Jones has to avoid the turnovers. That's still going to be still an issue. Yeah. And, you know, I still haven't really seen that not happen. But right. They beat, two, they beat two own two teams, so yeah. it books still I, out. I agree. Now, granted, Titans, like you said, I think are way better coached than the Panthers, clearly. Of course. Um, and the Titans have their own issues, which we'll discuss in our next segment. But, um, yeah, I, I books still out, but definitely improved, definitely on track, but definitely yeah, pretender better, when it comes to... they're a better team than last year, for sure, already. Yeah. But they got an interesting game against the Cowboys coming out. Yeah, so. they do. Yeah, they See do. All right, and last of the 2-0 teams, Tampa Bay. Did I miss one? Yeah, you did, but that's okay. Okay, well, Tampa Bay. Uh, same state. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> Tampa Bay. Contender, pretender. So, guess what? I missed one, too, so I'm doing this one on the fly. Oh. And uh, I'm going to have to say pretender? I, it's again. What are we saying? Are they contender to win the NFC South? Absolutely. No, I, so absolutely. When I, I know. I, in I this, know. Yeah, I'm going. But with... absolutely, they're they're going to win the NFC South probably. Yeah, but I think that more says everything about the NFC South than it does them. Agreed. What I think is going to happen is that they're not going to win a playoff game. So I don't care like where they're seated. If they get a bye week, blah blah, none of that matters. I don't think they're going to win a playoff game. And so because of that, I'm going to say they're a pretender. Yeah. I think by the time they get there, I, I just their defense is really good, but I, their offense is—I I don't know—I'm just not seeing it. Yeah, no, I'm not either. Now, granted, they've had a lot of injury issues and all that stuff, but I, I just—have you looked at Tom? Like, have you been watching like him in press conferences? He doesn't look like he wants to be there. No, well, I wasn't even gonna go with that. He looks ill. Yeah, he, he yeah, dude, he looks- his face reminds me of Christian Bale in freaking rescue dawn like he looks very like unhealthily like he looks malnourished is the way i would definitely put it and there's apparently a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes with him him and giselle aren't living together she's very unhappy that he unretired unretired and apparently the word is out that he didn't consult her about that uh big problem but (laughs) big problem but like you just look at it and his stats are not 
Like no, it, those stats aren't great. And like, granted, usually Tom Brady not great in the beginning of the season, but like I feel like I'm not usually questioning like completion percentage. Right. Like usually it's just like always oh, thinking dunking down the field. Like the yards aren't there, but they'll come. Right. But it's like he's below sixty percent completions. Only has two touchdowns, one pick. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, they're undefeated, but I think that more has to do with, like, Leonard Fournette's having a great year. Yeah, he is. Um, and their defense is good. Plus, they beat the Cowboys, who looked lost in that first game. Absolutely. And honestly, if Winston didn't think he was still wearing a Bucks uniform, they probably... <laughs> <laughs> well, they, that's the thing. That would have been a closer I, game. And I think maybe the, maybe the Bucks fall under the same category for me as the Giants, right? Like, maybe they're a contender. I just haven't seen it yet. Like, I, I need to see them play somebody and play somebody well. Um, but you know, we talk about like running game and defenses can win you playoff yes, games. Yes, they can so. win you playoff games. But I, as far as like, and the NFC's well, not strong. The NFC's not strong. But I'm also thinking like, you know, because I, I think like contender pretender. Like, are you the contender to be in the Super Bowl? As of right now, they're nowhere near the Eagles. So it's like, not only is it like they look kind of lost, but also the Eagles. Question look like, so... what contenders are there in the NFC? Right, exactly. Um. Yes, I did skip over one. I do have my notes on it. So, but yeah, like at pretender on them. I think you. I think this is the most interesting one. Oh yeah, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. You know my answer. I picked them to win the East. Yeah. And I don't know how great that is because the Bills are looking like the best team in football. But I have the Dolphins as a contender. Completely and agree. I, I don't know this I game know this weekend about this, but I have Dolphins is very weekend. interesting. Yeah, I, I'm sold. I mean, granted, it's division, like, and that, like, adds to it. Division, right. division game, game, two versus Allen, two and O teams against each other. Like, yeah, I'm so, like, honestly, the game of the week, I think. Absolutely. I completely agree. I don't think it's a debate there. Now, I wouldn't put them in this after, like, the Patriots game as far as contender. Yeah, because like, Patriots like, yeah, are the Patriots. Patriots are the Patriots. And, like, you know, like, they had that strip sack for a touchdown, like, that kind of thing. But man, like if you would have told me that the Ravens scored 38 points, 100% would assume that Dolphins lose this game. Right. Like 100%. But do we start putting Tua in MVP conversations? I mean, it's only week two. It's only week two. But he's leading the I league mean, in. have to, right? He's leading the league in yards. 739, if I. Yeah. The next closest is actually Carson Wentz at 650. <laughs> Two has seven touchdowns, which is tied for the league league with Mahomes, Allen, and Wentz. Um, two touchdowns, no fumbles lost, and is fourth in quarterback rating behind Mahomes, Allen, and Jackson, which I think would all be considered MVP candidates. Agreed. And so Tua right in there. Why not? What what has Tua done this year to not put him in there? Right, exactly. Nothing. Like if you're not, not putting yet. him in there, you're just thinking of past. Right, exactly. Which we do a lot. Yeah, we, like, well, not a lot we, of people do. But yeah, people do a lot. And granted, it's still early, but by the way, um, so, NFC needs to work on their quarterbacks. Like, holy cow. When Carson Wentz is your best quarterback? Right. Yeah. Yeah. When when but he's the only one I him. mentioned in this yeah. conversation, that's bad. Now, Jalen Hurts is running for 100 yards a game, basically. So, you know, there's right. that. Right, yeah. But, so I would put him, obviously, over Wentz. Yes. Funny, because, you know, Eagles. Yeah. But those are the two best quarterbacks in the NFC right now. Like, that's a fact. Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts, two best, like, in terms of stats. Right. Two best quarterbacks. In terms of right, now, for, right now, through the right. first two weeks. Correct. Yeah, I would completely agree. Yeah. Whew. Now we got to go to... Is it time to panic? Yeah. Or do you remain calm? 
All right, I just want to start with the Panthers because I feel like we've been on this. Well, panic? Yeah. But why? You shouldn't be in this position. You right, know they shouldn't be you in this position. You should already fired Matt Rule. Right. But, Fire him. Uh, and they got the Saints next week. They're going to be on three, Travis. Right, and the thing is, this team is not void of talent. No. I think that's the thing that gets me. So I was looking at the receiving core. I don't core. know that they ever have been right. since he's been there. I'm looking at the receiving core. They got DJ Moore, who's been 1,000-plus yards, what, three years running? Right. Robbie Anderson, right. who's your deep threat. Also 1,000 yards. By the way, there. these next three didn't realize they were on the team. Like, that's how bad their coach – like, first of all, Rashard Higgins came over with Baker Mayfield. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. I didn't. Yeah. Because they haven't been using yeah, him. They haven't used him at all. Uh, LaVishka Chenault is there, which yeah. most people probably don't know, but actually had some decent years in Jacksonville Great. before coming over. Buried as, like, in the Jacksonville crappiness. Right. Yeah. Buried in the Jacksonville crappiness, and now buried in bad coaching. Like, what? Like, one, apparently two targets? His, apparently that's his thing. <laughs> right, I feel so bad for Urban Meyer now. And then I forgot that they drafted Terrace Marshall, who's been a bust, but is that coaching? Is that rule? Well, yeah, or is it, you know, know we have no idea. And then, of course, McCaffrey's McCaffrey, and Baker's way more talented. Like, he's not a, like, you know. He's not elite. He's not elite. But he can win football. But right? I would say top 20 in the yeah, league, absolutely. probably. Top 15. Yeah, as far as just pure talent. Yeah. Pure talent, top 15, easy. And honestly, defensive pieces, too. Kind of forgot that that's where Matt Ioannidis went. Yeah. Love him. Um, got J.C. Horn on the outside, C.J. Henderson on the other side. You got Shaq Thompson. Like, they have players. Yeah, they have pieces on the they, – they, they have it everywhere. Yeah. Matt Rule is terrible. And I think, like, the NFL really needs to start looking at, like and, – and I feel like teams have gotten away from it if you look at hires the last three years. But let's just completely step away from college at this point. Because, like, yeah. everybody, like, it's all, it's it's assistants, it's guys in the NFL. You can coach college as long as you come back and be an assistant in the NFL. If you go college straight to NFL, it does not work. It has not worked in a while. Yeah. I can't even think of anybody off the top of my head right now. Harbaugh? still coaching that it's working for. Well, and he well, went yeah, and came, went Harbaugh. back. Like, right. like, but Harbaugh lasted yeah. three years, and I know that's a lot of just Harbaugh's attitude. And so, like, right, and he, he wanted he, to go back to college. Yeah. Fiery. Right. Not getting along with everyone. Yeah. And he'll probably come back because yeah. he'll, he'll do the same thing at Michigan, and, and that's fine. But like, but he's you know the exception, he's the and he's not there right now. Like current NFL coaches, there's nobody no. I can think of that's successful who came out of college, like straight from college to here. No, there are none right now. Yeah, like that's that's it's let's just not do it anymore. Yeah, like if rules not gone by Thanksgiving, like what what, what are they, they what are they doing? They just don't care. Yeah, I mean it's it's. Like, or what what does he have on everybody? Right. <laughs> like, right. man, he must be really good at talking about like other people and their bad qualities Maybe. and like Maybe. throwing people under the bus. He must be like a king at that. But anyway, um, Atlanta Falcons. I don't know. They're tough, right? Because here's the thing about the Falcons. I put panic, but really, what are their expectations? Right. So here? I put remain calm. So I we we talk about this all the time. Uh, what are your expectations when you go into a movie? Like, if right. you say the G.I. Joe movie is a horrible movie, you clearly did not go in there with the right expectations. Right. <laughs> That's it's, always it, our favorite reference. It's an but, action movie. Right. Like, There's not going to be anything else. There's I remember... No acting, no nothing. It's an action movie. Yeah. I remember working at the movie theater, and do you remember that movie Haywire? It was like a B-rate action movie came out like... Sure, yeah, ago. I remember that. Yeah, so I remember I a guy... It, but I remember Because I worked, you know, I was a manager at the time... Guy complaining, he's like, this movie was... I could guess the ending from the get-go. 
duh uh like what were you expecting inception like i, I don't understand but anyway um yeah I, Honestly, they haven't looked that bad. Like, no, because I think this they, year. When do they look right, bad? I though? think this year. Yeah, I think this year is more about like, let's make sure Arthur Smith can coach. Which I think, like, they're fighting in these games. Like, it's they're not fighting. like they're they rolling blow over. A lead in week one, though. right? That's... They blew a lead in week one. Almost came back in week two. Like, it's you know they're it's weird, but also develop your young talent. Like, you have Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Drake I really London. Looks, I love yes, I yeah, love Drake I London, and honestly, to your point earlier, like if they put, you know, I, I think you're right. Put in Ritter, like you were not. What were you expecting from this year? Changing quarterbacks isn't that panicking? Well, no, I think it. I, again, it goes back to expectations. Did anybody say like, oh, the Falcons are going to go to well, playoffs? That's, why, this year. that's what I said. Like, I don't like. How is it even? Pan- I don't know. But, I like, think, but, but the thing, the same thing could be said about the Panthers. Like, I, I no, because like, the thing about the Panthers is, is they've been in this like revolving door of quarterbacks and like like i i i can't say that i like did you pick the panthers to go to the playoffs no but there's a difference because matt rule's been there they didn't they're they're revolving they're a carousel of quarterbacks whereas the falcons are going from an era to a new era they're going from the matt ryan era like we are ending this era and now we're a little, but, and it, it kind of ended start, out of nowhere. But isn't starring Mariota starting the carousel? Because when you no, the, yes, you, no, wait, wait, no, 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 no. I think it's different because Ritter, I don't think was quite NFL ready. Okay. Like they drafted him late for like he he fell that far for a reason. Mariota is the perfect person for I this because reason, by the way, but, okay. yeah, but Mariota is you. I feel like you had to start him because he's been in that system. He knows the NFL. He knows the system. You start him because you have to figure out what you have in Drake London. You have to figure out what you have. Like you have to develop these other players too. You can't develop them if your quarterback, if you're not sure, like that your quarterback can run the offense. Okay. Not really just like is he good, but does he? Can he be a leader in that all in the huddle at this point? So maybe develop them and then bring in Ritter to like and obviously develop Ritter leader. You know, I don't know what's going on. You know, in practices, but. I just think you have to start Mariota because of his his knowledge of the system, and I don't think it becomes a panic because I think you they understood that like they need to now I don't know if Ritter's like their future plan or if they want to if their whole plan was to like kind of have a bad year and then draft a quarterback, which is honestly from the get go kind of what I expected, and like I just I think that's what they're doing. So I think remain calm. Like what did you expect? Yeah, I mean I see I I, I guess. I still look at, like, you say play Mariota, and I guess I, I get the point of, like, developing the players, but I still don't see the point, because Mariota's not going to take you to the playoffs. No, but I don't think that, like, and the difference between Carolina and uh, and the Falcons here, like, Carolina is bringing in quarterbacks because they're like, we have the roster, we can win, blah, blah, blah. Like, we have this receiving core, we brought in these defensive pieces, we've done these things. Like, their mindset is completely different than what I think the Falcons' mindset was this past offseason. So I think that's why Panthers are panic, Falcons are remain calm, like, let's And I do think Arthur's supposed to be a better coach, Matt. Well, yeah, that too. Alright, what do we got next? Houston Texans. Honestly, same thing. Same thing? Remain calm. Right. Like, I, I would agree with this one. Remain calm, but, but for this, I think the Texans have played better than the Falcons, first of all. 
Yes. They've been competitive. They technically have only lost one game. Yeah. And, like, and really, they only lost one quarter in that game. Like, they should have won that game. Uh, Mills, this looked pretty good. Like, With, like, one legitimate target. Yeah. And, like, I like, I like the Texans. I think for me, I, I can, and I, I just don't see it for the Falcons, but I can see the trajectory for the Texans. Like, I can see what they're doing and where they're going to go. It's not to say that I don't see that at all for the Falcons. I see the possibility of it. It's just not, it's like in pencil, not quite in pen. Right. Whereas like with the Texans, okay. I, can, I can see it. Like I can see what they're building. It looks good. I actually, like they have, talk about jeans with pieces. Texans have some good pieces there. And like, I like what they're doing. I, I want to see them win. But I don't, again, expectations, they were high. And also, how can you be in the AFC South and panic? Right. Everyone, there's only oh, one the win in the they're, whole division. Yeah, yeah. So they're one game out. Yeah, exactly. And actually, they're half game out because yeah. it's a tie. Yeah, because it's a tie. Yeah, I, I think you're trying to, like, remain calm. You're trying to figure out what Davis Mills is because you're either going to draft a quarterback this coming off season or keep him. And then, you I know, think Davis Mills, by the way, is a high-level journey, not journeyman, I'm sorry, a high-level uh, game manager. Yes. So I don't think he's a, just a game manager, and I don't think he's, like, elite, like, awesomeness but i think he's i think you uh, put pieces around him he'll be uh, yeah. like an alex smith yeah type. i agree very much so yeah like he's very smart he's like, very smart and stanford alex smith by the way right like so and and another thing with the falcons is like uh or the texans excuse me like they have like look forward to next year like you have 50 right. million in cap space i like, see the moves like right. i know what they're you have 50 doing. million cap space that's not including with what you're going to do with laramie tunzel like you can free up 18 and a half million by either cutting him or obviously restructuring his deal you know there's so many things that they can do honestly this is starting to remind me like what they're looking at ahead for the next couple of years reminds me of what the dolphins just did with their rebuild yeah like they're yeah. gathering draft picks they got the draft picks from the browns so like they have two number ones two number threes this year so like Honestly, you remain calm, but your trajectory looks good. Like like you said, like you see where they're going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. All right, next Tennessee Titans. Panic? So, I'm actually going to say remain calm. Really? And the reason I'm going to say remain calm? Again, very variable. It has to be the only reason. No. Really? They're in the AFC South. Oh, well, that too. They're only one they're only one game out. It's it's okay. Like they they have time to figure it out. There's a really which I think we're going to talk about later, and we're going to talk about the scene later too. There's a, them and Raiders to me, whatever team loses that game, they can then panic. Like that can be the panic. I don't even today. think. I disagree because I think I know who wins that game, and honestly, I just pit the coaches against each other. Like that. That's how right. I. Right. I think game. it's the Titans. Yeah. So why was the, the Titans panic? Because, well, first of all, you're beating Josh McDaniels. I don't think that says anything about it how gives you a win. It gives you a win. That's about it. It gives you one win, which right now would tie you in the South. Yeah. I, I got to go with panic here. You're panicking. With a Mike Frable coach team, you're going to panic. You have the right coach. Okay. Tannehill looks lost. He, he Absolutely looks lost. lost. Yeah, he looks lost. Derrick Henry... Is not Derrick Henry anymore. He carried. He he has a lot of carries under his belt. Yeah, I agree with all of these things. Your team is built around Derrick Henry, and then play action game with Tannehill. Is it? They they won a lot of games last year without Derrick Henry. They won a lot of football games. Oh yeah. Okay. So who was their running back? Not Derrick Henry. Deontay Foreman. Right. right. He's gone. 
That's okay. They figure out how to win. You know why? It's the same thing as Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin won with Duck Hodges, and we're sitting here comparing Vrabel to him. Like, yes. he'll figure it out. And they're in a terrible division, Travis. There's one win among that whole division. So who's winning the division? Jacksonville? At this Colts, rate. who we're getting to later? Yeah. Like, who's winning the division? The Titans, it's a free-for-all right now. It is a free-for-all. So why would you panic when you're in a free-for-all division? Because I just... And you have talent. See, I, it might be aging, but you have it. Yeah, you have aging talent. Like, your receiving okay. core is not great. It's not. I mean, that's what you get when you trade AJ Prime. Right. And you bring in Robert Woods, who's good when he has somebody to play off of. Correct. Um, but I just, I, I don't know. I, I just, I get, what you're saying is not wrong. If they're in any other division, I would probably say Panic too. But I just think the, again, who's winning the AFC South? I don't know the right. answer to that question. Do you? And I put silver linings is Vrabel's your coach, and you're in the worst division of the AFC, and one of the worst divisions in the yeah, in so the league. Calm. It's okay. I I don't know. I just I feel like they're the only team, honestly, in that division where I don't see their trajectory. Like you talked about, like I don't see the Colts' trajectory right now at all. I don't understand anything other than they have a really good running back. I have no idea what their future is, and I don't know if Frank Wright's a coach. Aren't we going to get to them later? So yeah, maybe yeah, we should we, stop. Yeah. But, Actually, but get I, to them later? How about right now? It's a good segue, right? we got to learn that. In our, yeah. uh, <laughs> we haven't. We we're terrible at that. So. Honestly bad at this. But <laughs> the Colts. Colts. What do you got? I don't even know at this point because it's the same thing, right? It's got to be calm. Like, I have panic. But they got to be calm because it's the same thing. It's not fair for me to say they should panic. I say panic because they have a 180-year-old uh, quarterback, and I'm not sure. Like, I think it's time that we. I I thought I liked Frank Reich. Maybe I just like him as an offensive corner, but I think it's time to cu- cut it. Like, I don't see it. He's not. He does not win. Yeah, I I put remain calm. I, that <laughs> makes no sense. The Colts are a worse team than the Titans right now. If you if they played each other right now, the Titans would win. Are you sure? Like, where are they getting the yards from? Where are they getting the offense they're, from? Who's better coached? And they'll, they'll figure... It's not like they're not scoring points. They're scoring points. They're not scoring a lot of points, but they're scoring points. Right. The Colts have been shut out for most of the season. They have. The, all right. The so Titans this have more, is, all right. scored more points this season than the Colts. Why I put remain calm for the Colts. First of all, they played two division games. Two division games are their own beast. They are O and whatever against Jacksonville. Right. I've already talked about it. Now here's so, the thing in Jacksonville. Now hold on though, because division games we get that like they don't really mean a whole lot in terms of like who's better than who. However, they're important in terms of like playoff positioning and right. All that no, kind of obviously like, they're important for that. So like you don't want to lose two division games to start your season. Right. No, I completely you should panic agree. when yeah. you do that. <laughs> well, first of all, they didn't lose two. They have a tie and a okay. loss. Oh, okay. All right. So they let's lost. let's cl- let's clear that up right now. <laughs> But I, Taylor's still averaging 5.4 yards a carry. Okay. Against the Texans, like, they ended up having 512 yards. Like, Matt Ryan, now, I do think, like, they should have, everybody was calling for them to work on the receiving core this offseason. They didn't do they it. They didn't do it. Which makes no sense. Right. Like, they don't have it. Um, But I just, I see it with them. Like, I can see them. But but you're you're giving me you're giving me Brandon Staley Charger stats now. You're telling me all these yards they outplayed all these teams. Well, 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 they ain't winning. It's the same thing. It's the it same is, but exact I, thing. It it is the same thing. I agree. 
the Chargers are going to win games. It's not like the like the Chargers will be like yeah. The Colts haven't shown us that yet, right? But what's panic? Would be my question here. What? What's what is panic for the Colts? Fire your coach. Well, <laughs> fire your coach. They're, they're, you, I, I'd love to see. I don't understand the trajectory for them at all. Like they, they have no future. They no future quarterback. It's not Matt, Matt Ryan's our quarterback of the future. No, eh, wrong. Is Frank Reich the coach of their future? And it don't look like it right now. And again, I've always been a Frank Reich supporter. And like again, it's silly. I will change my mind and say they should be calm just simply because they're in the AFC South. But it is ridiculous for you to have them at calm and Titans at panic when the Titans are the better football team all the way around twice on Sunday. What? Based on The Titans will win double the Colts win total by the end of the year. All right, I'm bookmarking that. I'm banking that one. All right. And that might be four and two, like four wins, Titans, two to Colts. But Titans are doubling Colts win total. I'm I'm calling BS on that. Colts are definitely finishing ahead. Or Titans are definitely finishing ahead of the Colts. I don't know about that. I don't know. By the way, Jaguars, Texans, Titans, Colts. That's how it's going to end. All right. We'll see. We shall see. Who's the only person in the entire country that said Jacksonville Jaguars, New York Giants, we're going to the playoffs? Yeah, I'll definitely give you that. But I'm going to call BS on the the Titans. will have double the wins. All right. Colts do. All All right. right. Coaching matters. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Moving on, because I think we probably should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've we've hit on that as much as we're going to. Um, let's oh, Coaching matters. Uh, Raiders. <laughs> Panic. Panic. You have to, right? Completely agree. Uh, I, honestly, and I'm only, I'm literally putting panic here because of the head coach. Hey, coach, I agree. I, I think they have everything there. I, like, you can be, Wade Phillips, looking right at you, you can be a great a fantastic even coordinator and a terrible head coach. Oh, yeah. And we've already seen it once with Josh McDaniels. I don't know why we need to see it again. And Wade Phillips is one of the best defensive coordinators in my generation, and he was a horrific head coach. It's just the way it works sometimes. It's just, you're, it's, and it's okay. It's a completely different job. Know what you are. Like, if you're a great offense coordinator, be a great, you can make a, there are people in this league that have worked like 30 years in being coaching assistants they make tons of money and they do amazing and boom, like their career's great. Yeah. Like, that's okay. It is fine. It is okay to get a head coaching job three, four years in, it doesn't work out, and go back to being coordinator. Right. Tons of people have done that too. That's fine. Know what you are. Josh McDaniels, you're not a head coach. Teams, Josh McDaniels is not a head coach. Let's knock it off. Get rid of him now. Try to salvage your season. Yeah. Week one, Derek Carr has the most turnovers he's had in four years. And, then... and it's not Derek Carr. Right. In week two, you let the Cardinals, who are poorly coached, yeah, poorly led, like on the field, poorly led, everything right, poorly led in every way you can be led, come back from a twenty to zero deficit at half. Yeah, well, you know they need that to course yeah. of practice. Yeah. Now <laughs> it was weird to see like Renfro fumble like two and two times in three plays. That was weird. Yeah. Like, I feel like he is way more sure-handed than that. Um, but we never should have gotten to that point. No, I agree. Never. never. That never should have been a football game. They lost. They never... It should even have been close. And, like like you said, Josh McDaniels, 11-17 as a coach of the Broncos. If you go by that win percentage, the, that's six and a half games. And I think they're going to be below that because they're in the AFC and that division. Yeah. Like, it's just... He's a bad coach. And they're going to, like... 
You like, can make fun of me for my Titans as much as you want, but they're going to lose next week to the Titans and be 0-3. And honestly, like, you were talking about, like, him being a great coordinator. Like, where, where's the great coordinator? He had Belichick and Brady. Like, I know. I know. You're right. You're right. And, like, and I, I didn't really – I'm not even sold on that. But I'm just saying you can be a great coordinator and not be a good head coach. Right. But I'm not even sold on him being a great offensive coordinator because of exactly like, honestly, what you said. I'll be very – see it outside of Brady. Yeah. Like, I'll be very curious – what he does after this? What he does? Go back if, to New England like right, everybody else that right. fails. But if he doesn't and he goes somewhere else, I would love to watch this because I don't think he's a good coordinator. I think it was mainly Brady. Like, because when he left and went to the Broncos, they didn't lose a step. Yeah, like they didn't lose no, a step. I know you're right. And then At Brady all. leaves, they lose a step. Like, Correct. so sorry. The, the common denominator there is Brady, not McDaniel. Agreed. Um, it's so, going to be really interesting when Kellen Moore gets a head coaching job to Washington and Josh McDaniels becomes the offensive coordinator at Dallas next year. But, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll just say, uh, it would be nice to see that. Yeah, it would be interesting okay. to see what happens when he's with Dallas. Um, by the way, we, are, we know who the head coach is going to be in Dallas right next year, right? Like, that, like that it looks Dan like Quinn? It. Sean Payton? Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Anyway. It should be Dan Quinn. Yeah, it should But maybe be. he's another coordinator who can't be a head coach. But that's a whole other thing. So next. Next. Cincinnati Bengals. So, I think this is a tough one. But I'm going to say remain calm. Yes. For a few reasons. First of all, think back last year. Can you tell me a time last year in a regular season where you thought the Bengals were a good football team? No. Or a great football team? No. 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 They just, they won games. They were competitive. They were never great. They became great in the postseason, but the regular season, meh. So, they're in a division where, again, it's not as bad as the South, obviously. It's like the opposite. They're just all really good. Right. They're beating up each other. Nobody's undefeated in that division. I think Correct. about it, yeah. Ravens should be. But nobody's right. undefeated in that uh, in that division. So, like, you're one it's game there. Behind. You're one game behind. It's okay. You can remain calm. But there are, there are issues. Like, yes. there are things that are... Uh, need to be worked definitely on. need to be worked on and there are there's definitely some concerns but i would not panic simply because you're only one game out i gotta remain calm as well uh i don't even th- i'm not even on the fence about this joe burrow missed like two weeks of not just like not only did he not play preseason he missed practice right. because of his surgery and i'm it's showing like he does not look like joe burrow like because no, even when joe burrow was like even before his injury like you could see the moxie you could see like the fire I, I don't, don't see, see it right now. right now. Right. And I think he's still reeling from that. Because we've both had it. Like, granted, we're not all-star athletes. <laughs> no. We don't have the best... We definitely don't have the best doctors living in where we live. Um, But, yeah, like, I, I just... You don't see his, like, fire, his moxie. And then he also has an overhauled offensive line. And if there's any group that needs to be in tune with their quarterback, it's the offensive line. Yeah. And quarterback in tune with them. Like, he's got to know, like, obviously he got crushed last year. But I feel like he still had the confidence of, like, knowing where he's getting hit from. So, like, he would step into throws. And like and also, again, it, surgery. Um, Like, it could be all these things. Like, he'll get there. I, and I don't even think it's a question. I think it is a question. I, I don't want to panic yet, but I'm just going to throw something out there. Plus, I got the Jets coming up this week. Like, pff, bounce back game. No, Let's I go. I think it's panic at the time. If they lose, if they lose, <laughs> if they lose that, then I'll change my tune. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I think I would agree. Because I definitely have them a call. Like I said, I think the, the you said it's not even a question. I disagree with that for this reason. If I'm 100% convinced that what we're seeing from Joe Burrow 
in terms of lack of that fire is the appendectomy, then okay, I can buy that. However, could it also be loss of confidence from losing a Super Bowl? It happens. It's happened before. This yeah. is a guy who like like had the, the huge season LSU won, like didn't really do anything before that. So he like won that. Now he like gets to the Super Bowl year two. Like they should have won that. I mean, they were in that game. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't say should have, but they could have won that football Very game. Very much so. And so like I, I just I'm worried that that did something to Psyche. And I don't mean his whole career or anything like that. Just for but a like, year or two. But, like, yeah, it might have shook him for this year. It might have shaken the team. It might not just be a bro thing. That just happens with, with teams when they lose the Super Bowl. Unless they're uh, Patriots from a while ago or Chiefs currently, if you lose the Super Bowl, you don't do well the next year. Yeah. And so, like, again, they're in a division that's winnable. It, like, it's, they're going to beat each other up. Everybody in that division is probably going to get injured in one way or the other. It's just the way that division works. So you still have a chance. You don't need to panic. But I won't say it's without question, and there's some concern there. Yeah. And actually, to go with your point about, like, losing confidence and losing, that's also why I have Titans in panic. Because, like, Tannehill, like, discussed that openly about losing that playoff game and, like, I, how he went to therapy and all that correct. kind of stuff. Like, that's – I think it's more panic with the quarterback situation and, like, do they bring in Malik Willett? Like, will we see him before the end of the year? And I think the answer is yes. Yeah. And that – I think at that oh, point that's have, pressing it. But yeah, but I don't – I know what you mean. <laughs> in a blowout loss, I don't count that. Right. Like, that's just, like – that's saving your quarterback. Right. Honestly, which is the complete opposite of, like, trying to get – you know. So, I, I just think, like – with where his headspace is and with everything going on with that, I don't think he will recover from that. I think he's at like an age where it's done and like it's time to move. Like, I think they will press the panel so button and put in where, Malik Willis. See, this is where Eric, Eric that works in mental health disagrees with you because if you told me that Ryan Tannehill was dealing with these issues and not going to therapy, I would agree. Yeah. But that's therapy, true. man, therapy is like seriously one of the greatest things ever. And like so, fully on this show, I fully support therapy. Well, yeah, he's I support to therapy. therapy as well. He's but... gonna like. I think it will work. I think they have other issues other than Tannehill, and Tannehill's not a guy. He's not Kirk Cousins, or he's not. He's like Kirk Cousins. Like you can't just depend on. He's not elite, right? You have to have a team around him. You traded your best wide receiver. Like it's going. Derrick Henry's to, not like, playing like Derrick Henry. Henry. Is, and, and we knew we saw that coming because of how many damn it's times he carried the ball, and he got hurt last yeah, year, and the injury last year. Anyway, so that that's it. Uh, we have a lot of like panics, and there's a, there's a lot like this season. What is going on? I I love the NFL. Like that. That's all I can say after all this is like, man, just jumping into all this. I I just I love this league. This is why I want to do this. But let's talk about surprises of the week. Like what what surprised you about this past week? So I'm just gonna go with one big one here, and it's not. The result of who won the football game isn't a surprise, but how it was played, how it was won, and that's the Jags and Colts. Like, I, yes. like, after seeing Jags and Commanders, I thought, and my one note for that was meh. Two teams that looked very meh to me in that game. Like, yeah. I wasn't impressed by anything I saw other than maybe Carson Wentz. I wasn't impressed by anything I saw in that game. And I certainly wasn't impressed with much that was happening on the Jags sideline. On the Jags side of things. But then they come out. And maybe, again, maybe it's a sign for the Colts. We don't know yet. Right. But the Jags beat them in all phases of the game, soundedly. Yeah. And won the football game. Oh, by the way, out. also back to uh, the Colts. This reminded me of the Colts thing. Frank Reich is, oh, it has not won a season opener, by the way. 
Um, okay. So actually tying is a step up. Um, <laughs> so that's also why. Anyway. Um, that's why you're not panicking. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I have that. Uh, Jags demolishing the Colts is yeah. on my list. Um, Jets comeback win. Like, just just the whole... I feel like that's, set, right? that's one like, of those things where it's like, it's surprising in the fourth quarter. Like, not surprising before the game okay, that it was that score. But like, watching the game, it's surprising it happened the okay. way it happened. Because um, like, who would have thought Joe Flacco would come back with less than two minutes left by two touchdowns? Correct. Like, I, I would agree with that. Um, and then two of six touchdowns. Like, I... But, I honestly didn't know if I'd ever see that in his career period. Right. Um, because and, of what we expected of him originally and what we've seen so far. But And I know, again, like I know the Ravens, we're not talking about a Ray Lewis-led defense. I right. get that. But it's the Ravens, a well-coached team, a well-coached defense, like, and two or three six against a team, again, that never loses when they're up 21. Never. They've never lost. Right. In their franchise history, went up by 21 points. And, yeah, Tua said, no, that's going to happen today. Yeah, Six exactly. touchdown passes. Speaking of the Dolphins, man. Games for this week to watch. We've already said it once. Favorite game of the week, 100%. Dolphins-Bills. Dolphins-Bills. Not even the fault, right? Like, who do you got winning that game? I believe it's at Miami, right? So because yes. of that, you got cold Buffalo going to hot Miami. It's that's still true. September. Man, that's why, honestly, that's why New England loses there. A lot. It's it's tough. I if this game's played in December, and I don't know what both teams are going to look like in December, I'd probably be picking Buffalo, uh, regardless of where it was at. But because it's September, because it's Miami, I'll say Miami wins. I'm going with Buffalo in this game. It's hard I, it, to pick like, against Buffalo, right? right? Yeah, like, and honestly, I'm only that's doing why. it for the, like, honestly, I'm hoping hot weather just stops them. But other than that, there's no real, real like, Buffalo's yeah. crushing everyone. I will say this. I hope, at the very least... It's a game because Buffalo yes. has to play in a competitive football. Yeah, game. I want to see a competitive game. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see the what do the Bills do in a competitive game? Like, well, right. I want to see that because that's going to tell us what's going to happen in the postseason. Right. Because the problem How is are you when situationally... you steamroll steamroll teams, we've seen it so many times in the past. You don't do well in the playoffs because you, you don't. You haven't had those situations. Adversity. Like honestly, it's not even just the fact of like, are you a coach that is good situationally? Yeah, it's like you it's haven't like had players. practice. Like, yeah, you haven't been able to practice it in a real life game situation. Right. So, yeah, I completely agree. Want to see this be a game, but I, I got the Bills taking that one. Uh, it, we talked about it earlier. Raiders-Titans, very important game Must for win, both. right? Like, must gotta win. win. And I think it's Titans. Yeah, like, just I, based like, on coaching. coaching. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, it, And it's weird. Actually, it's funny. I wrote down Raiders because I was like, man, like, honestly, I love Derek Carr. Like, I did this too. Is why, like, I, I thought in his draft he was the best quarterback coming out. Yeah. And I think that's true. Like, he's a, yeah. the only guy starting like, I, I would. I would say he's like top ten, top twelve, like in the league, talent wise. And but I, I gotta go with Vrabel here. Yeah. Like re- really thinking about it, like I gotta I gotta stick with Vrabel on that one. Um. I want to see Lions Vikings, like that game. Very interested. I I had that game on. It I, it's the same thing, right? Like I said, Lions best team in the NFC North. This is a heck of a game to figure it out. And I know Packers obviously are in that conversation. Yes. But like, but I feel like I feel like at this juncture, the Packers aren't in that conversation. Like, uh, I think I think probably will be at the end. Well, yeah. yeah, Well, and let's watch this week, which another game that I got on the docket. You know, Packers 
Bucks. Very curious about both teams, like because yeah, Bucks are two and zero, but I don't. Everybody's hyped. Like that's the game of the week. I'm just not that. I don't care. About I don't that think game. it's like the game of the week. Like the, the game of the week is Bills Dolphins. Like this has like playoff. Like could be AFC championship. Right. Game, like, like exactly. Division like, rival. Which like I mean, eventually, eventually, Packers Bucks could be that. I think looking at it right now, it doesn't look that way. Um, but I just think they're both kind of in this weird spot where it's like. They're not firing on all cylinders, but we expect great things because Brady Rogers, like honestly, very much similar teams. Like their defenses are strong. Running games are strong. Passing games looking a little, what is it going to be? Bucks are only two and oh, I think because of who they've played and how those teams have played in those games. But like very curious about that game, but lines Vikings lines played the Eagles better than the, the Vikings did. I mean, we, Right, that's true. Yeah, that could <laughs> like, be the prime time issue. Right, it could cousins. be. But like, who you got in this game? It's division, point, so it's tough. Like, at this point, that's the thing. It's such a toss up, right? Like, flip the yeah. point. I'll say Lions because I think they've played again. I have them. Why should I pick against them? If I just said, if I said the best team in NFC North right now, I gotta pick them to win. Yeah, I completely agree, and I'm the same way. I got the Lions winning this game. I think the Eagles are so good. I don't know that people even realize how good they are. And Lions also by three. Yeah. Like that's that's important. Right. Any other what other games you got on there for your week? I I mean for me, Bengals Jets, right? Like the Bengals have to figure it out. Like if you're gonna figure it out, it's gotta be against the Jets. Now again, I'm not looking at this game because I think it's gonna be an exciting football game. I'm just looking at the game as in terms of how important is it. Right. I think like if the Bengals lose that game, maybe it is time to panic. Not maybe. It is time to panic if you lose to Joe Flacco Jets. Yeah. So, to me, that's a huge game. Yeah. A game I'm interested in seeing is, honestly, Jags Chargers. Like, I, it, yeah. You got Super like, honestly, I'm curious about this coaching matchup. You got Super Bowl winning Doug Peterson, and then you got Staley, who we've talked a, a lot, lot about, about today. today. Um, and it's like, who wins that game? Like, because Jags came out firing on all cylinders. Chargers will probably win every statistical category, but will they win the game? I, I don't think they will. I actually, I wouldn't be shocked if the Jags won this game. Right, and that's that's why I put it on my list, because I wouldn't be shocked either way. I do have the Chargers winning this game. but I think that's probably the safe bet. I'll, I'll definitely be, I'll, the safe bet. I'll, but... I'll, I'll roll with the Jags just for the coaching aspect and the fact that, like, I love, and again, it might be just how bad the Colts are, but I just loved what I saw last week, so I'm going to roll with them. Yeah. Because I didn't love what I saw in the Chargers, and I'm not sure sold and Herbert in the ribs. I know we're saying True. day to day, but I'll just roll Jags. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. With Herbert's injury, like definitely could see the Jags coming on top. But honestly, even without it, I think it'd be it's a good game. It's a good game to watch. Um, I got 49ers Broncos on here because like are like why do we keep you keep putting the Broncos on your list? Uh, they're not fun to watch. They're fun to make fun of, but they're not fun to watch. No, they, like, I, I, like, both games have been terrible. And to there's watch. nothing. There's nothing important about them. They're not going anywhere. They're not doing anything. Like if anything, it's how quick are they going to fire the first year? I just, coach? Yeah, I think they're fascinating because of like just like the like Wilson it, has had the worst head coaches of any quarterback ever. Well, and it's just like I feel like Wilson's like this polarizing, you know, person in the NFL right now. Like you know, you got people that are like, oh, he's terrible because of what's happening right now. But then you got people that are like me where it's like it's coaching and he needs a better coach he's always needed because a better that's coach, the thing but like we, we talked about the play clock and all that stuff if you actually sat down and you watched the broncos game i didn't understand any of the play calls i didn't understand anything they were doing with russell wilson i i've like there's they are completely you talking about 
Tannehill looking lost. That offensive coaching, whatever, like coordinator, everybody, they are lost. Like they are completely lost. And that's weird because that's not what they wanted when they hired Nathaniel Haggard. Right. But you might as well have, uh, uh, they got uh, Vic Fangio. Running. Oh, they'd be honestly, ba- honestly like, they'd be two and zero. Yeah, had Vic I agree. Fangio, and I don't want. I agree. I don't even think it's a question. And Vic Fangio. Why because can't we honestly, see that? Like because honestly, yeah. Uh, because honestly, like there are two fumbles at the one yard line away from beating Seahawks anyway, and they're one and one. So, like we talk about this, you know how terrible they are, but really. They have a win. By the way, if, if Vic wants to come to Washington after watching it sort of Ron Rivera, I'm cool with that. I'm not. Um, but I'll yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys Giants. I that's I, it's on my list. That's just, that's a big game, right? I mean ish, but like ish. it's a big game for the Giants. I don't know if it's a big game. Like they have like I think I, it's a big game for the Cowboys. I guess it's a big game for Cooper Rush. I don't know yes. if it's a big game for the Cowboys. Yes. But Cooper Rush and the Giants, right? Like because whoever wins Cooper Rush, and again, like because of money, probably not quarterback controversy. But if you're Rush, it doesn't hurt to you know win football games to be in that argument. Well, and the thing and is, the, is if but, Rush plays well, does he get traded before the deadline if another quarterback goes? Oh, in? I like, didn't even think about that. So that's a whole other thing. But if the Giants win a division game against the Cowboys, and you know Cooper Rush didn't look bad, they beat the Bengals. I know the Bengals have their own issues, but they're still they were the AFC right. champs last year. So that's a that's a good win to talk about right now, at least in week two going into three. If the Giants beat them, they're three and zero with a division win under their belt. Right. Like you, then we can start talking even more. And maybe that tender for now, maybe it starts turning. I don't know if I turn it after this game. Not after this game, but it starts but, going in that yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely you know. Um, I I got the Giants winning that game. By the I way, do too. I, yeah, like, I do too. I, All right, of course um, I do. Yeah, of course you do, but I definitely do as well. Um, and then the it's only other game, a little surprising, but okay. The only other game I have on here is Rams Cardinals. Um, I'm, I'm just fascinated because of the way they've both played this year well, by this to game. Me, yeah, like Cardinals to me, probably if they played any good coach, should be zero and two. Right. The Rams could be zero and two. Like they didn't right. necessarily walk all over the Falcons. They did for a while, but the Falcons made that a game. Rams, most people, including you, Super Bowl contender, like yeah. they're there, and like, and I get it. Like, I had them win in the West. Honestly, the Four Niners look like the team to win the West right yeah. now. So this is an important game. It's kind of like it's almost the same as I mean, not the same in terms of quarterback, but like Cowboys and Giants because it's like you're going for that solid second place wild card, right? Like, because I'm not saying Four Niners definitely have the division, but right now, like they look like the most complete team. The Rams have not done what. Anybody thought they would. No. And the Cardinals, I guess they just need to practice more. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, talk about a team that needs to get rid of their coach because that's a team that has talent. But, yeah. Like, I, I'm i interested. Like, I think the game's important, but I don't know if it's going to be fun to watch. I think the Rams are probably going to run away with it. I got the Cardinals winning this one. Really? Wow. I, I think if the Cardinals win this game, I think that's tough for the Rams. I, I, I think it is. I know it's a division game, but that's tough. I think it's tough. For the, it, it's in Arizona. Um, but I just think like they're riding this high from like the previous week. Like they, you know, they kind of rediscovered because yeah, yeah. like I feel like Kyler Murray really hasn't been running around. No. Like la- end of last year, he was injured clearly. Like yeah, which the end of every year he's injured clearly. Right. Um, but I just feel like they kind of figured out like remembered who they were offensively. Um, and 
like like we talked about, the Rams look bad against the Bills. Of course, the Bills are steamrolling everybody. So right. is it the Bills or is it the Rams? And then, I mean, the Falcons have some talent, but there was no reason they should have been I agree. close in that game. I agree. And I, I think it, if the game falls that way, the Cardinals will come back and win. Like, they're, I yeah, think they're a I better mean, team. So be. I got the Cardinals win this game, but it's just I feel like it's very interesting just because, like, division game and where both teams are at this point, very important game. Um, because I, of what you I said, I agree. It's a very important game. So, yeah, and then we got to talk about Thursday night football because we have every week and we've chosen every week. And and I've been wrong what? every week. I'm right. You're wrong. What right, we so got, you this, got week? this week, then. So I got. You're, you're running on the winning streak. Yeah, I'm. I'm running hot. I got the Steelers beating the Browns. Well, this is gonna be the first time we agree because obviously I have to pick the Steelers because I have them. You know, being in the Super Bowl for the AFC, so they should probably start winning football games. I, I think it's a good game. I don't think this is going to be like a blowout. No. I mean, the Steelers aren't like... The Steelers, no I matter think, how many games they win this season, they're not going to roll anyone. Right. So, like, that's the just The Steelers aren't built that no. way. Right. Um, basically, my note here is, like, the Steelers have better receivers and, I think, a better quarterback than the Jets. Um, and, honestly, the Browns left some wide-open looks for Joe Flacco. The Jets have like, elite Joe Flacco. He's yeah. elite. Okay. All right. But... I think I think Brissett against this defense is going to struggle. I agree. I, I, like I think that's going to be the story. Even, is, even without Watt, I agree. Right. Like even because Mika Fitzpatrick still yeah, playing still his yeah. freaking tail off. Yeah. Like oh my gosh, so much fun to watch. Imagine if he was still with Miami. Oh. <laughs> like imagine. Like, but at the same time, if they don't trade him, they don't get some of the pieces yeah, they have. I, so I know, it's like that's true. it's like that's and that's like why I always find it funny when people are like, who won the trade? It's like, sometimes both teams win. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, that actually happens quite a lot that both yeah, teams win I the mean, trade. Yeah, I mean, not in baseball when the Orioles are involved in the trade, wow. but yeah, you <laughs> that's, that's That's another podcast for another time. Um, but like, yeah. <laughs> if we, hey, if we do a baseball podcast, we got to call it Old Baseball. Oh my gosh. That's how we're going to end this podcast, right? <laughs> I guess, I guess. Just on... <laughs> <laughs> terrible joke which i mean kind of suits us anyway so right, that anyway, works. yeah enjoy some football this say, weekend enjoy the game tonight enjoy the football football this weekend we just talked about there's a lot of really interesting games i'm excited to talk about it next week i absolutely love the nfl i really do it's, it's phenomenal it's, it's interesting every week doesn't matter really who's playing at this point so absolutely i'll watch every game yep all right till next week see y'all later Thanks for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed this as much as we have. If you did, subscribe, follow, please share it. If you didn't like it, this is not the pod you're looking for. Move along. Move along. We totally understand. Other than that, have a great weekend. Watch some good football. Let's go.